Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 24, when it's not on the radar screen. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we're, tonight we're going to talk about when it's not on the radar screen. Intimacy, that is. Yep. But before we get to that, there is a lot going on. A lot. A lot this week. Wow, what a week. What a week <laughs> we have had. Craziness. Craziness. Uh, you know, we had Tony's birthday this past week, so it was birthday time and date night Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was an interesting experience. You guys know we talked last week about you know being unplugged and leaving the cell phones at home, and really wish the guy that had been sitting at the table next to us had left his cell phone at home. Dude, okay, so he, <laughs> here here's the setup, you guys. Alisa, it was her uh, month to take the lead, which we've talked about a little bit about and is talked about extensively in our upcoming book, strip down 13 keys to unlocking intimacy in your marriage. Take the lead is one month. I take the lead on our date night where I set everything up. I am courting Elisa for that month's date night. She has no input. I just, I just do it. And Vice versa, the following or the next month, it would be Elisa's turn. Well, this was Elisa's turn, mm-hmm. and she surprised me by taking us uh, down to a favorite restaurant of ours, uh, Bull and Bear Bar and Grill in La Jolla that overlooks the cove in the Pacific Ocean, and it's just fantastic. They have this beautiful patio to die for. I mean, it's two, three blocks away yeah. from the water. I mean, you're, you're looking out of the water. I had hoped for sunset, but it was a little... It was, it was cloudy. Yeah. So anyways, you know, we get up there and the maitre d' goes, where would you like to sit on the patio? And, you know, there's a corner towards the west end of the patio. And we're like, you know, we'll sit right there. And so we sit down and the guy uh, just, you know, right in front of us, he's on his phone. He has his earpiece in and the dude is yelling. This is this is the way he was doing it. And, I, and I'm going to. I'm going to give you a little bit of this. This was the conversation going on. Mauricio, listen to me. Mauricio. No, no, no. Mauricio, listen to me. I gave you $25,000 and I didn't slit nobody's throat. Come on now. So, and this went on and on and on and on. And for pretty much our, the entire dinner, um, almost the entire dinner. But uh, uh, there, there came a point where I was just like, all right, this dude's, then he lights up a cigarette, which I'm not a big fan of smoking. Sorry. Don't dig it. But so he lights up a cigarette and I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Right. So we look at our waiter and we just go, we got to go somewhere else. We're, we're moving because this <laughs> dude's going to really ru- start ruining my my evening here. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, mean, it, just, it was to the point where we couldn't even carry on a conversation because his conversation was so loud. So he was either a drug dealer. <laughs> You're you're which, making <laughs> which I think he is. And if 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 you guys have seen Traffic, 
you guys know La Jolla, California, because traffic talks about La Jolla. Oh, really? I don't remember that part of the movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all the drug dealers were, oh. yeah. So you guys know La Jolla. So I don't know. The Irish couple thought that he was he was in finance or something. He was, how could he be in I, finance? This dude was talking about like slitting people's throats yeah, and I stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was another, uh, like uh, this older Irish couple that had was here visiting and they had just gotten here yesterday and they actually sat. They found him very entertaining. They sat, they, they sat next to him the whole meal. I give right. him credit. So, I was like, I'm so Tony's like, you know, we're out of here. We're moving to a different table. And so we moved to a different table and the poor wait staff. I mean, they'd given him his bill. They had gone over a couple of times. He's shooing him out of there. Basically trying They're to like, say, you know what? Out of here. Tone your voice down. Get out. Of here, get off your phone. And finally, Tony's like, you know, he says to our waiter, um, just from a customer service point, you might want to be aware of the fact that you have five tables out here that are unhappy with one table. Right. You know, and the guy, you could tell he just felt horrible. So I don't care. He, oh, no, I know. But I mean, he, you know, he was, I think he was aware of the situation. It was just, it's not that I don't care. It's that it's one guy. Right. Ruining, you know, five, six tables right. where we're trying to have a nice intimate dinner. And this guy is just going on and <laughs> on and on. And so he finally oh gets up to leave. Gosh. And, you know, Mr. Tact over here that I'm having this nice romantic dinner with as the guy walks by, starts clapping because he's leaving. He told sure he was did. so excited. I sure did clap. Get out of here. <laughs> Ruining my dinner. We you salvaged know? it. Oh, no, no. We, we totally salvaged it. It was a fantastic day. I just wasn't. <laughs> I just wanted that guy to know that it was a little bit annoying. It was a lot annoying. Yeah, a lot annoying to to ruin a lot of people's dinners. And yeah. he, it was just funny at times. So, so yeah, we ended up walking around. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know what? That burger wasn't as good either as last time. I'm sorry. You didn't tell me that until just now. I know. I, I was just, you know, something about it just didn't taste as good as last time. Do you think time. it was the atmosphere? No. Okay. It, it so just, it really it, didn't taste. It just didn't taste as good, which I was sort of bummed about. How but about your how about your wontons with the sweet chili oh, the pepper wa- sauce? Oh, the wontons with sweet chili pepper <laughs> sauce is awesome. I, and I have to admit, the reason we went down there in June is because in another couple of weeks when all the kids get out of school and people start vacationing, we actually don't go to the beach. Uh, we'll go up to Fletcher Cove, We'll though. go up to Fletcher Cove, but we won't go down to La Jolla. No, La Jolla is too La Jolla crazy. gets way too crowded and crazy, so this was kind of our last hurrah for the summer right. um, going to La Jolla. Yeah, but it was, just, it was just a nice, quiet, you know, we walked around. Went into oh, some you remember that couple who was getting married? That beautiful dress she was wearing yeah. and that tie that dude was wearing? That yeah, was yeah, really cool. This, you know, awesome. Cute. They're taking photos, you know, right over the cove. So yeah. cool. So, you know, another couple embarking on this wonderful thing called marriage. And they better come to oneextraordinarymarriage.com. <laughs> Join the... Uh, I should have I told them. I said, hey, um, you know what? You're going to you, need this. If you embark on your marriage, why don't you join us and listen to what we do every week? <gasps> Uh, that's funny. They probably would have looked at us cross-eyed and gone, Oh, I'm Whatever, sure. Well, because, you know, think about Goofballs. it. You know, you go back to your wedding day and... <laughs> like, you goose, get out of here. You know. What do you know? But you're not going to have any problems. It's all going to be, you know, roses. And That's right. Then reality sets in. So that was date night. and Oh, I had oh. my sugar binge last week. Yeah, I think this is something w- we should talk about because we discussed this in one of our episodes about sharing your emotions yeah. and your feelings. And, and why, why don't you tell everybody about well, that? Uh, you guys know that we're trying to eat a little bit healthier and get rid of the processed foods. And I um no, we're 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 making I think some really concerted effort and doing a good job. We are, 
Yeah, we are. But the big thing has been getting out, you know, getting rid of the sugars and the processed foods. And mm-hmm. I, I had one day where I totally, I binged. I mean, it was, it was bad. I was making brownies and this is not to put blame on you, but this is what was going on in the house. I made brownies for your birthday. Yeah, And those brownies didn't taste good. <laughs> Th- those brownies tasted like cake. I wasn't too pleased with those either. <laughs> uh, My birthday food just didn't work this year. The wontons were good. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll lay everything on the wontons. The wontons were fantastic. Okay. Um. Okay, so I was doing brownies for Tony's birthday, and then Alex had a program at school, and we had to make cookies, and he specifically requested monster cookies. Well, mm. monster cookies have chocolate chips, and they have M and M's, and you know brown sugar and white sugar and oats and you know butter and all the good stuff. They have oats. Stuff. They have oats, they're healthy, they have eggs. Um <laughs> and I have a weakness for cookie dough. A big weakness for cookie dough. I don't really care so much about the finished product. I just like eating cookie dough. And so, you know, here I'm baking all this stuff and I just started nibbling on the cookie dough. Well, having been more clean mm-hmm. <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, I really, you know, kind of had like the sugar you know sugar high sugar crash i had it all you did and so that but i hadn't told tony how much sugar i'd had right and because I, I, I was out working yeah you were at work deal. you didn't know and so it was one of those things where like i all that night i'm like oh i want to tell him i want to tell him what i did yeah not that it's anything horrible not that that's but i felt like no, i needed to be we're, accountable we're being accountable to each other which is which is very important right and so you know i went back and forth back and forth and i'm like oh is he gonna make a big deal about this i you know, okay i'm just gonna go to bed and but so the next morning it was still really bothering me that i hadn't said anything to you and so i'm getting ready to take abby to school and i'm like you know i need to talk to you for a minute and you're like on the computer or something you're like okay what's up and i said I just need to tell you, I totally binged yesterday mm-hmm. and I wanted to tell you last night and for whatever reason, didn't feel I could, you know, this big sugar secret between us. Um, <laughs> and I just, I need to let you know that this, this was a struggle for me yesterday and I didn't, I didn't beat the addiction yesterday, my sugar addiction. And, you know, thankfully you didn't harp on me. You didn't, you know, Say, well, what are you doing? You know, you're making, you know, cookies are your problem. Don't make cookies. You were just like, okay, well, you know what? Today's another day. Right. And I really appreciate that because it is, I've got a serious sugar addiction, sweet tooth, and it is something I am working on. And so it was one of those times where I knew I had to go to Tony in terms of accountability. I needed to say, you know what? This is what happened yesterday. Right. And, thankfully he handled it well you know i didn't get lectured i didn't get all it was just like okay well you know what let's let's work on it again today right um and that's key i I, I, I mean it 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 seems kind of silly to be you know sitting here taking you know three or four minutes talking about sugar but really it's representative of any type of issue we have in our marriage right i i think when these situations come up you don't want to be argumentative about it. You don't want to be um, defensive about it. I, I think it's one of those, as a couple, we help each other out. Mm-hmm. And to do that is, you know, the way I see it, the best way to do that is just to go, you fell, let me pick you up, and let's start walking again. Right. I, I think one of the 
best analogies for this is for all of you who have had kids. And you know, when your kid is starting to learn how to walk, take their first steps, you know, say little Johnny is, is standing up and he takes his first step and he falls down. You don't look at little Johnny and go, Hey, you stupid kid. Why don't you get up and walk? Right. You don't. As a parent, we don't do that. We look at our kid and go, Hey, Johnny, good job. Get up, do it again. Okay. Boom. He falls down and you keep giving him that positive reinforcement until he finally can walk from the couch to to the chair. And I think in marriages, a lot of times what we do is Johnny falls, who is our spouse. And we go, Hey, stupid, get up where we should just be going. It's all right. You did awesome. How can I help you? Or, if you, you know, you didn't do awesome. What can we do to make this better? Right. I mean, cause what I did was not awesome. I, no. let's, let's be honest about it. Right. I mean, it I'm wasn't good, saying- but you didn't, you didn't attack me. You just said, right. you know what? Let's, Let's take this, you know, it's another day. Let's take another step. You know, you're trying to minimize the sugar. Let's do this again. Right. You know, so, so it wasn't so much the positive reinforcement. It was the lack of the lack of attack. Right. But, but do you understand what I'm saying? Right. I'm just saying you're not, you're not rewarding me for. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not rewarding. But what, but what I'm saying is instead of just going, Hey, you did yeah. something horrible. Right. It's okay. Right. There's get an understanding. Up, get back up on your feet mm-hmm. and let's walk again. Let me help you. Right. I guess is what is what I'm saying. As a parent, we're helping our child learn how to walk. Right. Right. And we give them positive reinforcement when they do good. Mm-hmm. You know, and when they mess up, we just pick them back up and keep doing it. Right. So Agreed. that was my analogy. Agreed. So that was okay. sugar and and then the thing that's been taking up quite a bit of our time that many of you are actually participating in is the uh, first annual seven days of sex challenge. Yes. And we are recording this on Sunday night. So this is day one of the challenge and so many amazing things have happened. I mean, when Tony and I first, well, when Tony first had the idea and threw it out there to me, I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be great if we had 10 couples? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? And then, you know, then we got 10 couples and we're like, wow, maybe we'll get 20 couples. That would be, that would be really amazing. That would be, yeah. And then we were at 50 couples and we're like, wow, you think we'll get 60? I don't know. 60 is a stretch. Ladies and gentlemen, we're at a hundred couples participating in this first annual seven days of sex challenge. And that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. 200 people. Mm-hmm. 200 couple or 200 people are choosing to make intimacy a priority in their marriage for one week. And I am just, I am blown away. It it is indescribable to me already. We've started seeing the comments come in today from those that are participating um, because part of the challenge is to comment on each day's post just so we can, you know, have you check in sort of that whole accountability thing. Um, And, the stories that we are hearing right now, I, oh. I know it's only the first day, but I, you know, Tony and I were talking about it earlier. Marriages are being changed and it's the first 24 hours. Yeah, it, they are. It, it's what a mindset that is happening. I mean, we can already see the, just this, this click that's happening 
in people's minds that mm-hmm. are going, this is cool. It, it, I mean, this is, this is exciting. And, and it's what we've talked about so many times when we've done our 60 days of sex and our seven right. days of sex last year. And now doing this one, I mean, even Elise and I are, are sitting here going, oh my gosh, you know, the, the mindset we're, we're, we're getting into that. We're going to spend a good amount of our time this week being intimate with each other. Right. And, and it's going to be difficult. And we're going to ask you guys to seriously pray for us. We got, we got a lot on our plate and. And so do you. And so do you. But with us having to try to keep. We're just coordinating all of you. <laughs> coordinating and, and trying to get everything up. You know, just continue to pray for us. And then at the end of the week, we're at our our marriage retreat. So. You know, the, the interest. We have people that are not participating that are praying for all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've gotten a couple comments from people on Facebook. We have actually put the challenge and all of you up on our prayer lists uh, at, at our church because we know there are struggles. We've actually got a couple of comments I want to share, um, share with you today that, you know, it is day one and there are mm-hmm. a couple, co- you know, there are couples out there that are you know, hitting some of those roadblocks. And are, are you going to do the, and some good ones? Though, yeah. Too? Oh okay. yeah. I've got good ones too. All right. Um, here's one that we got, you know, man, we had a pretty rough one today. Apparently during this process, we're supposed to communicate and this was a challenging communicating day. I want to give my wife credit for taking the bull by the horns and making our first day a roaring success. Awesome. Communication is going to be key this week. Communication um, is key all the time. All the time. I, but when you're when you're so focused on making intimacy a priority, you're going to have to communicate with one another. Oh, Th- yeah. This is not the week to let things, you know, slide, slide, fall into the cover or fall and get swept under the carpet. Um yeah, you know, we have another couple here that said, we are not able to have sex this week because my wife has a yeast infection. So we are taking this time to become more spiritually and intellectually intimate. We spent some time today praying together and discussing our frustrations and our joys. What a truly wonderful time we spent together without sex. The Lord works in mysterious ways and day one was wonderful. That's it. I mean, that is, that is what one is all about. Here's a couple that says, you know what? We are going to, we are going to do this challenge. We are Mm -hmm. going to choose to make time every day within the limitations that we're facing right now in our marriage. And we're going to talk about those Mm -hmm. instead of letting them become bigger problems. We're going to use this as a way to become closer. Yeah, that's right. So that I'm, I'm just, there are so many seriously guys go back every day and read what everybody else has posted, you are going to be so encouraged about what's going on in marriages and what people are, are doing. Um, another couple day one check. We decided to have a lot of fun with it. And so it should be a fun week. We decided on different rooms and stuff to keep it exciting. We are both also planning every other day. So for me, every other day will be a surprise. It's awesome. And that, that ties in a couple of you, um, had asked, you know, the question, okay, how do we not make this be, you know, monotonous or routine or boring? And I do um, encourage you at each week or each day this week, there's going to be a different post, whether mm-hmm. it's a video clip or an audio clip or Just a, a blog. blog. And we are going to be addressing some of these concerns, partly because we've done this before. So we know mm-hmm. what some of those challenges are going to be. We know that 
you know, not falling into a rut with this is a very big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, try different rooms, try aromatherapy, try, you know, start thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. Talk to your spouse mm-hmm. about what would make this exciting for you. you know, Quickies are okay. Um, does it mean both of you have to climax? No, if that's okay with the two of you. Talk about it. I mean, that is part of the process here is talking to each other with what's okay within the confines of what you're doing this week. And for each of us, it's different. For what Elisa and I might do and like to do, you may roll your eyes and go, that's so corny. Or what you guys might like to do, Elisa and I may go, you know what? That just doesn't work with where we are in our marriage. So it's all about communicating these pleasures Mm -hmm. that you so desire. And as long as the two of you come together and agree upon it, God's there. It works. You know, I think that's, that's the thing. If the two of you agree upon it, I don't care what else anybody else else says. God blesses you guys for coming together, agreeing upon it and acting on Mm -hmm. it. And Elise and I have done things in our bedroom that we won't divulge, but it's stuff that we agree upon that we enjoy doing together. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the key. Yeah. You know, it's, it goes back to the communication part that we talked about. Right. First, you guys know what's okay in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that. You know, this is a week where, you know, Tony and I were talking earlier and we were doing the math and I was just saying, okay, let's just say on a, on a quick scale, you know, you're intimate for 20 minutes a day day. for this week. Right. So that's 140 minutes, right? Seven times 20. So two hours and 20 roughly two hours, you know, a little over two hours. There are 168 hours in the week. So you're taking out of that 168 hours, two hours, two hours. How about if we boost that up to five hours? But but what I was saying, yeah, I mean, I'm just hey, if if we can have more if, foreplay, let's go. If, for if it. you can carve out the time in our schedules, um, but <laughs> no, <laughs> both of us have to carve out the time in our schedules. That's true. And Elisa and I, we know from doing this twice before, we are late nighters. It's now nine forty six, and we're podcasting Sunday night. It, it, this is just typical of Elisa and I when we do these. We'll 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 roll and it, it it'll be almost last minute. It'll be like eleven fifty nine. Let's go. But for us, that works. I mean, that's we'll, part of the challenge. We'll have our foreplay. We'll we'll have a great time, but we'll always squeak it in right in. But the thing that I want to say to all of you is, you know, even on the low side, let's say that's five hours out of this hundred and sixty eight hour week. Oh, I know. You take. Five hours, and based on what I'm reading in these blog posts already or in these comments, five hours for each one of these hundred couples, you are going to so dramatically change your marriage mm-hmm. and change your mindset mm-hmm. towards intimacy in your marriage and towards your partner. Your spouse is going to operate and live in a whole different realm in your mind because you have chosen one week to make them a priority. Mm-hmm. And I, I am so looking forward to the stories that we hear after. I'm looking forward cha- to all the stories. I, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and quite honestly, wanna, guys, there's, pr- there's probably another book <laughs> in here oh with, yeah. with your experiences. And I would love as we go through this week, you guys want to call us, 
and yes. let us know what's going on with you, call us. It's 858-754-9937. We'll be more than happy to play a number of audio clips on any day and just so people can just listen to what you guys are doing and how it's going. This community is so supportive and you all, whether you've been married, you know, two years or 40 years or six months or six months, you're having fun with this. That's right. You know, if you look at the map, there are people literally all over the world participating in this. Mm -hmm. You have a huge support network of people that are doing this alongside with you. Yep. Supporting you, cheering you on, yep. hoping that everyone and praying that everyone is successful this week. And I just, God bless you mm-hmm. this week because this is, I, it's, I don't even have words for it, which you guys know I don't typically have a problem with that. So, and, and um, when you do call in, just leave your names. How long you've been married on, on this, on this one. If you're leaving feedback for the seven days of sex challenge, tell us how long you've been married. That way, when we do play it, other couples who are married for five years, 10 years, 20 years can go, Oh, I can relate to that couple. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be really cool. So we would love to have your, your listener feedback. Now the interesting thing, obviously you can tell how jazz we are about this week. Um, and how yes. much and how excited we are but we actually this last week we fasted and this is wow i and, mean and it's a, been a long time since we've really gone all week. right i mean when was the last time we had sex uh probably last friday was it last friday before we went we camping? Could go friday before we went camping okay I think so it's been saturday uh, long nine time. days long time for us it is, yeah i mean that's a long time for us but it was a very interesting kind of case study personal case study mm-hmm. and that that's what actually gave us the topic for tonight you know what happens when it's not on the radar screen what happens when intimacy is not a priority in your marriage and we actually we knew we were going to fast this last week um partly because we knew we just had to get a you know we knew we were going to be doing the seven days of sex so we sort of wanted to take some time off just to kind of you know, abstain. <laughs> sort of abstain. Just, just to just to just to not no, do it to uh, be ready. Personally, as a, as a guy, I, I just needed to take a break, knowing that come day five, six, and seven for me, uh-huh. it, it, it's usually tough. So if we were having sex on our normal um, twice a week schedule, twice a week schedule, I think I would have been petering out, maybe even earlier. Okay. So I, I'm. I don't know. I'm I'm happy we just took a break. But again, going back to the case study, the personal case study, we didn't even make intimacy a priority this week, this past week. No. And it was <laughs> not at all. You know, yeah, it's we, been such a long time since we've had that mindset that it was very interesting to see how this played out in our marriage. I mean, it was to the point where, you know, it's sort of like, yeah, good night. You know, well, there are a couple of nights I think I was just like night. I went to bed and you went to bed. I right. was still up, you know, doing stuff on the computer, and I I wasn't like, oh, I've got you know, it's Tuesday. I better get into bed, and you know, right. When we discussed this yesterday, or was it this morning? It was very interesting to see how we we shifted very quickly from just going. This is what this is a part of our life having mm-hmm. sex twice a week to okay we're gonna just we're gonna just take this week off 
what we needed. And I think for us, I mean, it was quick. It was I mean it was just sort of like boom, okay. <laughs> and we didn't pay any attention to it. And I can only imagine what would happen if this would just continue on. Right. You know, if it would continue on week after week where we're not making intimacy a priority in our marriage. We used to be there. But yeah, we have. We've been there. And so it was a little frightening to see how quickly we kind of reverted back to, I mean, I definitely missed it. Obviously we, you know, with your birthday being this week and us having date night, I mean, those were two opportunities. Those were two, we would have had sex nights or days. I mean, come on, it's your birthday. You get birthday sex and date night is always date night sex. So, uh, you know, to have those two very specific instances where I'm like, Oh, well, we're fasting this week. So we're not going to kind of weird. But other than that, it was, it was, it was kind of scary to me to realize how quickly it was like, yeah, not so much, not so much. Right. And, and to see us fall away from that so rapidly that I'm glad that one, we've got the seven days of sex challenge. Cause I'm just like, Ooh, here we go. Um, but two, to know that after that, we're going to go back to our regular schedule, right? That we, that it is so much more comfortable for us to have intimacy be a priority in our marriage Mm -hmm. than to have it drift away and have us be like, Oh, you know, if it happens, it happens. Right. And that kind of scares me. I'm like, well, we went a week, uh, nine days. Partly that was camping with the kids in a tent. So, um, (laughs) for the, for those of you that we know, a few of you are spending the week with family. Um, that, that's yeah. that's an unex- uh, yeah that that is a challenge in and of itself. So, we wish you the best of luck after having camped with our children for two nights. Um, but you know, if intimacy has not been a priority in your marriage prior to this challenge, if you're like we were last week, where it was sort of like, yeah, good night. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna read my book. You're gonna go to bed. But. But for those folks who are not joining us in the challenge, mm-hmm. you can still start making intimacy a priority in your marriage. Right. Now. That is so true. This this takes some time. It takes some time to get used to. And it takes a willingness on both of your parts. And as much as Elise and I would love to go, hey, you know what? Make sure you take half an hour every night or half an hour every you know, once or twice a week to be connected emotionally or intellectually. We truly believe by being sexually intimate once or twice a week, it is going to make the difference in how you approach each other. Mm -hmm. And the way that you will continue to build up intimacy in your marriage. It's just... It's part of the gig. I mean, if it's not a priority, if it's off the radar screen, how do we expect to have it? Tell me. I think that's where we're all stuck at times. We want intimacy, but we don't think about it. It's not a priority, and we think it's some magical thing that's going to happen, and it will happen eventually. But it's not on our calendar. But it's not scheduled but 
it just will happen when it will. Well, where's that gone you? Yeah. Right? Where, where has that gone you? Because if you're sitting there going, oh, I wish I could have that. Well, don't you think it's time to start making some changes so you can? Don't you think it would be important to have some intentionality? Well, and there was even a comment. I'm looking for it now okay. um, in the you know 40 plus comments we've got where somebody and I'm going to paraphrase basically said something to the effect of, you know, scheduled sex is not so bad. Right. It's not. It's you not know, at it all. It doesn't it doesn't lose anything. That's one of the biggest questions we get sometimes. Oh, but it's not spontaneous. Really? Well, how often do you have spontaneous sex? Uh, not that often. Okay. Well, that's a great argument. Thank you for bringing that one to my attention because in our last small group, it was funnier than uh, that. Heck. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Why don't you tell them? Uh, no, you tell the story. Okay. It was funnier than heck when this, this one couple, the guy was, uh, he mentioned, well, you know, it would be, it would be more fun to have spontaneous sex. And the wife just basically looked at him and goes, well, when was the last time that happened for you? You know, <laughs> everybody's like, and that was oh. his wife that made that comment. And that was his wife that made that comment. So it, it, it's, you know, when intimacy is off the radar screen and it's way out there in left field, we got to rein that thing back in and we got to start making it a priority in our marriages somewhere, somehow, we got to do it. And I think the the next problem that many of us have is that we see and we watch and we hear too much TV, too much radio, and too much garbage about what romance, passion, and intimacy should be in our marriage. It, it's just it's just a fact. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be this huge uh, out-of-this-world date night dinner. It doesn't need to be this, oh my gosh, how romantic and how beautiful and how you know I, I think this is just fantasy land sometimes exactly and you know being and if you're living in fantasy land you're going to be let down well yeah on both sides on both sides of the equation you know the reality is is that we live in a busy world we have lots of commitments and obligations and you know, sometimes you just got to squeak out what you can squeak out in this, in the schedule, you right. know, you know, and you've got to say, okay, you know what, if I can give you, you know, here's, here's the 10 minutes where our schedule overlaps because you've got this obligation, you know, we make that time precious. If this is, if this is the 10 minutes that we can come together, Mm-hmm then you make that 10 minutes fantastic. If you've got three hours because it's date night, Mm -hmm. then it's three hours. It doesn't have to be fireworks, people. Mm -mm. But it goes back to what you were saying earlier. 20 minutes a day is two hours and 20 minutes a week. Subtract that from 168 hours that we all have a week. I think we can each, in our marriages, take two to three hours a week and schedule intimacy with our spouses do you agree uh i i mean come on we spent most people spend more than that on the internet or watching tv we know that for a fact yeah most definitely so that's i think a lot of what what we experienced this week and what and where it's coming out is that uh 
you know, I got caught up in the NBA finals, um, just being on the computer. And you know what? I did. It, it, intimacy was not a priority this week for me at all. Not one bit. You know, I knew we weren't having sex. And so I sort of just sort of said, all right, shut down. No big deal. I'm going to just, <clears throat> I'm going to just do my thing. And you, you know, I just, I just let it go. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't calling Elisa and telling her I loved her and all of that stuff, but I wasn't really paying attention to, you know what, maybe we should just sit down for half hour and talk. Mm-hmm. We just, we just we didn't. didn't do it this week. And I'm glad we have our intimacy lifestyle. I am so happy that we make it a priority in our marriage now to come together twice a week. Well, and it's interesting because obviously when we talk about our intimacy lifestyle, a big focus of that is sex. I mean, obviously we have sex twice a week. Right. But I think what I realized this week is that having sex be a component of that, having that physical intimacy allows us and incorporates the other intimacies with it. It was very interesting how those two things in our marriage, and I'm just talking about our marriage, are are related. Mm -hmm. You know, when we said, oh, well, we're not going to be physically intimate, we kind of let each other off the hook. Right. You know, you were still, we were still texting. We were still calling. I was still getting the I love you because Mm -hmm. um, messages. And I was still relaying to Tony, you know, things that he did that I appreciated. But knowing that on a regular basis we are going to be physically intimate keeps us on track with the other intimacies. And and so for us, physical intimacy is a very large part of our marriage. Yes. That is, that is what we have discovered over the last almost two years now Mm -hmm. that it's the glue that keeps us together. Well, it's one of the glues. Right. There's it's, a lot of glue that keeps us together after almost 14 years. Yeah, but it's a big component. It's a big component. And I, I think I mean, what I'm saying that is that we don't have friction over it. Oh, not at all. And sex is a big point or contention for a lot of couples. For a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. And because it becomes this power struggle mm-hmm. and it becomes this. You know, we've talked about it before. The rejection, the ego. We, we've we've talked a lot about that. And I think that is one of the, the, the big components here. Right. It's definitely something that we've removed from our marriage. Oh, most definitely. Um, and for those of you that don't have intimacy where you want it to be, mm-hmm. you know, think about making a shift to an intimacy lifestyle. Right. You know, maybe for you, it's once a week. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Again, this goes back to that communication piece. Whatever you and your spouse determine is going to work for you. But bring intimacy back on your radar screen. Or if it's, you know, if it's just on the periphery and you want it dead center. Mm -hmm. Make the choices that are going to make that happen. Because Mm -hmm. the reality is, is that. If you're not putting forth the effort to do so, it is not going to happen. Right. And you will be like we were last week where 
intimacy is not a priority. And guess what? Neither is your spouse. Right. And it is a slippery slope that is pretty steep because I could easily see if we didn't, you know, if we weren't jumping back into this this week, it'd be like, yeah, well, you know, last week was pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, eh. I'm not really in the mood. Right. Guess what? Get in the mood. <laughs> Get it on. Get it on. Get together with your spouse in whatever way, whether it's the couple that's sitting down and praying and talking through their frustrations and joys, or if it's the couple that's saying, you know, what rooms are we going to be in this week? Yeah. You know, or how long is it going to take the kids to go to bed? Or how many times is the potty training one going to get up to go to the bathroom before? (laughs) um, That's a good one. Before we can go to sleep. Right. Or at least lock them in their room. You know, you guys can do this. You can make your spouse the priority in your marriage. It's a choice. Right. It is a choice to make intimacy a, a key component of your marriage and to put it on the radar screen. So it's up to you. What are you and your spouse going to choose? And what are you going to do to make that choice a reality? You know, for us, for us, the choice is clear. We choose to be intimate with each other. We've set up our lives around that. We've set up, you know, our marriage, we've you know, <laughs> that we work out things with the children around the choice to put each other first. Is it easy? Not always, but I can tell you that it's absolutely worth it mm-hmm. because this is a physical intimacy. Like Tony said, is one area of our marriage where there is no tension. Mm-mm. It took us 12 years to get to that point. You know, and a lot of heartache and a lot of aggravation, but we did it. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that are thinking it's too late for us or this is too hard, it's not. It's not. You know, and those of you that are participating in the seven days of sex challenge, this is a week to make that happen. Like Tony said, if you're not participating in the challenge, get on board, make decisions in your marriage. You know, we love hearing what's going on with you guys. Um, You know, if you've got questions about this or you want to talk about this topic a little more in detail, give us a call. Call us and let us know what you're doing or what you want to know about. You know, anytime, 24-7, you can call us at 858-754-9937. If you want to email Tony directly, you can reach him at... Ask Tony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or you can email me at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. You know, if you want to open this discussion up to the community, post post a comment on Facebook. That's right. Post it under, you know, one of the blogs. People are going to chime in. Mm-hmm. Um, because from what I'm seeing, there are a lot of couples that want intimacy. Obviously, there are a hundred couples that we know of. Mm-hmm. that want intimacy to be a priority in their marriage, at least for this week. That's right. I'm guessing there are a lot more. Oh, yeah. I, I know of a few that because of circumstances outside of their control cannot participate. This week. This particular week. But here's the cool thing is the seven days, uh, seven days of sex challenge will be up on our website, mm-hmm. oneextraordinarymarriage.com. 
you can go there, find it, and look what's going on. Look at each day. It, it may not work this week from June 6th to June 12th. Right. It may not work this week for you. Totally understand. Pick another week that does work for you. Commit to being sexually intimate with each other for that week and go through what's on one extraordinary marriage.com. Mm-hmm. It's there for you to use. So don't let the opportunity pass just because you can't do it this week. Exactly. You well know, said. Well so said. make it a point. And, um, I just want to say it, it's been, it's been a, a, an amazing first day. <laughs> of of the challenge uh, mm-hmm. getting all this feedback and it just wanted to personally thank everyone out there who has just been so proactive in sharing this with your friends and your family and on Twitter and on Facebook it's it's because of you that there are a hundred couples here right now doing it but it's because of you that we hope hundreds of couples hundreds of couples over the course of this next six months, 12 months, that their marriages are changed. Mm. And so I want to thank you guys for this evening. Elise and I have to get our day one in. So we are going to close this podcast out with a big, I love you guys. And we'll see you next week.